Welcome to The Spot with Afro7, me, your favorite pop culture critic. Today I've got a guest with me, and we're going to be discussing weight loss and any other business. Kissing, love, whatever else we want to. All right, stick around. Hi, guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, uh, what's up? Um, it's Chinanso. Uh, you might know me from Twitter as uh, ACs on Spades, or Instagram as Dr. Aiden Fly. Hmm. Why doctor? You're a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Um, I just liked that. I, I like I like dragonflies. And then one day I was playing with the word because I actually love playing with words and just disconstructing them in my head. Mm-hmm. And I realized that there's a dr and then fly could be a last name. And that is like Agan Fly. That's a doctor. And so I went with that. Hmm, I see. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. On some <laughs> some days, on some days, I'm just sitting down looking at the word um, color and looking at how um, it's not proportional. Right. So this is this is this is a first world problem because if you were worrying about <laughs> Nepa, if you were worrying about petrol traffic, you would not be doing all this. So this is a luxury of being a first worlder, right? <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? Um, my week was a uh, my week was actually pretty pretty slow actually. Yeah. So I I have a cold right now. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm going to be coughing soon. So I took some days off work. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah. About that. Right, so I was reading your Twitter um, timeline and you were telling a story, a story that I found quite funny. Now, um, tell us that story. I, w- I want the audience, guys, he tells the best stories here and he's quite witty. And on another <coughs> side note, he was actually my first ever Twitter crush. So that's an interesting tidbit. But yeah, tell your story. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm at the mall with my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually works at the mall mm-hmm. and, um, he's, he's feminine, right? You know, he's not very, very feminine, but you can tell that he's gay because he, um, he has these mannerisms and, you know, he'll move his hands and all that. And, you know, I love it. So, um, and this is just, this is my friend. This is not anyone I'm dating or anything. And I'm there with him. And then this one girl walks by and I'm like, Oh wait, this is this girl from uh church. I used to, I'm Catholic, but there was like a formal one period where I went to redeem. And you know how this <laughs> Are you looking for redemption? <laughs> Let's be very honest. I was going to redeem because I live in a suburb and I just desperately needed to know Nigerian people that were doing weddings and stuff so I could come eat. I'm like I'm I know I say a lot of stupid things or funny things, but I'm actually being serious. This is why I joined Redeem. Okay, I see. Only <laughs> <laughs> but if they start getting too deep in my business, texting me like, oh, you didn't show up for Bible night on Tuesday. You didn't show up for youth night on Thursday. You didn't show up to the church see. on Sunday. I was, too I was much. like, nah, this is too much. <laughs> but yeah, so this girl, this girl um, walks by and um, I'm like, hey, uh, it's been a while and everything. And we talk and we, we were talking for like 30 minutes. And then she goes, wait, she points at, at my friend because my friend was part of the conversation. She points at him and Wait, you're gay? Are you gay? Huh? Like, what the hell? Who the fuck does that? She just comes out and asks him that. Right. Wow. And then, she, then, then, then he's like, yeah, duh, you know? And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> she looks at him and then points her finger to me. Like, you know, like, gives me the sight. I like, wait, are you two 
you know, because mm-hmm. she's wondering why am I around him and mm-hmm. why did I come here to see him? Mm-hmm. And then so my friend is, you know, my friend is confused and, you know, he's like, oh, wait, are you not out to her? And I like to think I'm out to everyone because um, I don't consider myself ever having been in the closet. Like, mm-hmm. if you had, if anybody had asked me at any point, mm-hmm. I would say, yes, I'm bisexual. But Okay, wait, hang on. This is where my heartbreak occurred, guys. Okay, I was busy crushing Jejeli and Jejeli in my feelings, fantasizing about this man in his black underwear. And then one day he posted some random stuff about loving Brad Pitt or someone. I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Oh. I have to share him. Boo. Crush over. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That's how I got over my crush on you, by the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you're, not, you're, you're not the only one. Um, actually, it, 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 it happens to a lot of girls. This one girl even posted something smart. You know, one of these tweets that's kind of like, that one needs to come out of the closet or something. I saw like that. that. <laughs> and then... And then um, no, I don't. I don't think it's the one you're, you're talking about. It's not the one where I made the poll saying like guys vote. Mm-hmm. No, this was something else. And then um, I think it was like Mamoose or Ify or one of my friends mm-hmm. who responded to that. And then I was like, I don't know if I have to post the picture with penis in my mouth for them mm-hmm. to know that I'm not in any closet. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. See, this is interesting. So you don't mind like this because I mean this podcast is public. Do you understand? And obviously, I don't want any trouble to come your way as a result of this. Are you publicly out to your family? Yes. Oh, wonderful. So everything's cool. You don't mind this coming up, and you're not worried about it or yeah. anything. Okay, cool. Just just to get that cleared up. Hmm. I think I have more interesting questions to ask you. But yeah, but like so 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 like that happened, and um, and then this girl, this same girl who was being like this one needs to come out. Then sends me a private message, like, Are you, were you serious about your tweets about liking guys? I was like, yeah. And she's like, there goes my crush. And that confused me because I'm like, weren't you just insulting me now? Listen, she was hurt. You know, mine is the other way around. I get women who have crushes on me and then they find out that I'm a girl and they're like, oh, shit. You know, so, you seem I, like a guy. I think it's the Afro thing. And I almost feel so bad because it's like, well, I mean, what do you want me to do? You know, like, what do I do? I don't understand how I give up, I give off this masculine vibe and how women tend to think that's attractive or whatever. And I feel every time I feel really bad. You have to tweet about your nails and. But I don't do those nails. things there. I don't even wear. I don't wear makeup, <laughs> and I can't walk in heels. So <laughs> I mean, I don't have an interest in those things. So I can't fake it. Do you get me? Oh, it's yeah. so. It's so. Anyway, conclude your story. So yeah, we, yeah, we actually did digress. So back to that. Where were we? Um, so she says to your oh, friend, yeah, she, are you gay? she's giving the side the side eye and saying, "Are you?" Mm-hmm. Um, so wait. So are you gay? Are you too? You know, she doesn't say that. She's, she's like, are you two? And she points her fingers like this, like the way Nigerian girls do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know if I ever mentioned that she's Nigerian, of course. Oh, you didn't yeah. have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, um, I don't know. Am I gay? That's what I told her. And she's like, no, no, you can't be. It's not possible. It doesn't happen. I'm like, what doesn't happen? She's like, guys can't be gay. I'm like, oh, She's like, yeah, it's okay. I under, I, like, I, I understand. I accept women because you know it's art. Hey, but yes, yeah, she said art. And, <laughs> uh, but I just don't get guys. How can two guys, two women is art, but two guys is ill? 
And then oh, I wow. God, not today. <laughs> so what did you say? And plus, I, my fever was breaking out again. Because mm. <laughs> this was actually yesterday. Mm. And um, what happened? And then I'm like, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm bisexual. And um, I thought you knew already. Don't you follow me on Instagram? Oh, wow. And then she's like, oh, no wonder I haven't seen you in a relationship. I'm like, no, I have been in relationships. You just don't know. <laughs> right? Like, it's your business. Like, you're going to announce it on, like... Every every right. social medium, like yo, I'm exactly. Now. <laughs> like, what, the, what the hell? <laughs> but then, so this girl goes ahead to ask the guy, uh, "Where did you guys meet?" <laughs> and then when I told this story to my sister, my sister was laughing because the guy was was actually answering her and talking like, "Oh yeah, we met at you know we yeah. have a mutual friend and stuff." And my sister is like, "The guy is such a good boy," and like he thought he was talking to a normal human being that was asking what you guys meant. Not doing that. For Nigerians, that's a whole different thing. Mm. Nigerians are just always looking for how to trap you in the corner. <laughs> of course, of course. So the girl... <laughs> right. So then what, what anyway, so he's, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's saying where we met, and I just interrupted. I'm like, listen, I know what you want to hear, and this is it. We met at an, at an orgy. It was There was about seven guys there, but like so, somehow I forgot to pull out early, and oh it God. happens to be a really good conversation ah, piece. Ah. So we just ex- we just exchanged numbers on the spot there and took it from there. And then this girl starts screaming because oh she's very holy and holy and down. Yeah. Starts screaming around the place like, yeah, I don't need to hear that. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, you know, let's 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 be honest. You know, we Nigerians were very somehow like, all judgmental and hypocritical and you know, a bunch of things. It's I'm not entirely surprised, but I like her answer. You know, next time she'll think twice before asking questions that aren't her business. You know? Right. I think it's just Nigerians are um, judgmental about every single thing. It's not just a, it's not about being gay or straight. It's it's about anything involving embracing your sexuality. Yeah. It's about or just women being yourself. Or just being left field. Just not being the way they think you should be. That's definitely going to provoke questions and judgments. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not entirely surprised. But then listen, tell me, how did you? Come out to your family, if you don't mind me asking. Uh, my family, I guess, always knew because um, there was, like, you know, most guys who like guys would tell you that they always had that one episode of something that happened when they were in college. Mm. Either they got caught or they did not get caught. And I happened to be one of the ones that did get caught, and that got to my family and my parents but then that was, um, what, how many years ago? That was like 10 years ago, uh, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So the parents would think it was just a phase and all that, of and course. your siblings may know better. Mm-hmm. But since then, it's just something we never, ever discussed. It never came up. And then um, fast forward to last year. It was last year that I actually acknowledged it, actually discussed it. And I was actually dating someone. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? In hindsight, I wasn't. But I was talking to someone who I actually cared very much for. And I... So here's the thing with me. Mm-hmm. I, I have to change this mindset, and I'm working on changing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I use... When I talk to people and meet people and stuff like that, um, or text, I just text. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't actually go on dates to be like, oh, let me try this out. Let me see where this goes. Or uh, I guess I just feel like going on a date 
for me to actually decide, yes, I want to go on a date with you, you know, to go out somewhere, see a movie or to mm-hmm. eat or something, mm-hmm. I'm probably already invested in you before that happens because I'll probably have been talking to you for a while and uh, decide, you know what, I actually really, really like you. Now let's mm-hmm. go, let's let's go on that date. So, um, so yeah, I really, really like this this guy and I was like, wow, I can't, I can imagine what my future would be like with this person if, if mm-hmm. we ended up spending our future together. Was he Nigerian, if you don't mind me asking? No, he was um, American. He was African-American. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm like, I don't want... I don't want to not be able to have this opportunity. I don't want to be able to... I don't want to not be able to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to have to tell my sisters, like, look, if I bring home a woman, that's great. If I don't... You should already know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And actually, no, you know what? I'm going too far. This is how I came out to... This is how I came out to my two other sisters. And then How many out, sisters out. do you have? I have a brother and three sisters. I'm the youngest. Okay. It's my brother, three sisters, and me. Okay. Um, this is how I came out to my two older sisters. Before then, I had come out to my to my to the one that's directly older than me, and it was simply her texting me like, "Listen, when are you going to come out?" I swear to God, <laughs> I love her already. <laughs> like we had just spent the vacation together uh, every. I love year. her already. Okay, yeah. wait. Let me ask you this. You know, sorry to interrupt. Um, do you actually like women, or do you think it's just safe for you to say you're bisexual because it gives your parents hope that maybe? you might end up with a woman. Well, I've never really discussed this with my parents. When I say I'm out to everyone, I'm not out to my parents. I don't intend to discuss this with them. Okay, well, t- still. I mean, the um, But to, to that question, um, I'm actually sexually attracted to girls, mm-hmm. not as much as I am to guys. Okay. But then, at the same time, um, the last time that I actually had a crush, because crush... I don't know how you, you define crush, but um, crush and sexual attraction are different things to me. I think crush so, yes. is mm-hmm. what? I think so too. Yes. Yeah, crush is like the whole spark of oh my god, this person touched me, this person texted me. I had that all that all through high school. Mm-hmm. I had so many crushes. Th- these girls, I actually didn't have any guy crush in college mm-hmm. at all. In, in high school, there were guys I was attracted to, but no crushes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I haven't had a, a female crush um, since I became an adult. Mm-hmm. But I'm sexually attracted to some girls. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say I'm bisexual. It's a bit more skewed to the guy side, but I am okay. bisexual. Okay. Anyway, sexuality is like, it's like a fluid thing. It's yes, a it huge is. spectrum. Yes, it um, mm-hmm. I have friends that always come to me and say, um, I'm very convinced I'm, I'm straight. I'm a girl and I'm straight. But I tend to like that more. I prefer guys who are feminine. That is, if a guy cross-dressed, I'll be more attracted to him than a regular guy. But I still think I'm a straight woman. What What am I? And I'm like, why the hell are you trying to create a label for yourself? Why not just say you're yourself and like what you like? As long as you're not liking kids. <laughs> and vegetables and animals. It's all good. You can like vegetables. Bok choy is sexy. Have you seen those things? <laughs> vegetables don't have a choice. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they can't talk, so they can't give answers. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just stick with adults, please. Yeah, that, I mean, hmm, you're quite brave. <laughs> to be honest with you, this conversation has kind of taken a different turn to what I expected, but I think this is a better turn. Um, it's interesting that you, you want to, 
you know, speak about this. Um, there is, there is no, as far as I'm concerned, sexuality isn't fixed. You know, like you can, it's either you you lean towards one part or you lean towards other part, or or you've been nurtured or you, you've been nurtured to be straight, and it's just never occurred to you that you might be attracted to somebody of the same gender. Now, this is a very controversial way to look at it, and I've been told repeatedly. But, I mean, I'm very open-minded to the possibility that, you know, I fall in love with this person, I fall in love with that person. But, obviously, I know that... From being told as a woman that, you know, you have your husband and... Oh, I've never been into that. I have never been into that. Ever, 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 ever. Like, ever. It's weird. I think maybe it's because I was the only girl, like, amongst, like, eight boys when I was growing up. Having... Like, all that, like, white wedding, picket fence, skinny has never been my thing. It's never occurred to me that that's what I wanted out of life. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that I've got crushes and severe sexual attraction to men. <laughs> and from time to time, I'm like, girls are kind of hot. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's, 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 the the decision you make comes down to how you see yourself in the future vis-a-vis your family, you know, the 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 kind of lifestyle you want, and obviously whoever it is you fall in love with, you know. So. Well, yes. So this is this is where I'll interject and say, the whole um, I guess family is important, especially in terms of siblings. If you're close now, my I don't have many close friends like that. My best friends are my siblings, oh, and cool. I'm on the phone with them 24 hours. Um, even as I'm talking to you right now, I'm texting them, but um. So like so, I need them to be. I they have to be comfortable with, with you know, life choices that I make. But mm-hmm. in terms of parents, I feel like it's a little selfish for parents to want us to be a certain way that makes them proud. It re- reminds me of what my one of my friends Sammy um, on Twitter says. She said Nigerian parents confuse pride and love. Some of them don't love; they're just proud of your success. Um, if you are not success, as successful, would they still love you? Why have your parents spent 50, 60 years on earth loving who they wanted to love and had a successful marriage, a successful, happy life, and now think they get to still deserve to live the remaining 20, 30 years happy by you being with the person mm, that they want. I think you're being slightly uncharitable there. Um, the reason being that I think we have the luxury of weighing all these options and choices and whatever have you. If your parents want you to lead a nice, quote-unquote, normal heterosexual life, I think obviously it has to do with how they feel, but it also has to do with what they think would be best for you given what society is like. Do you understand? At least this is how I would like to see it. So it's like, okay, my son, my daughter... I want you to tow this path because you'll be safest along along the path. Do you understand? So it's not that they don't I don't think, at least I can speak for my parents. My parents have never said to me, What do you want? Do you get? They've never it's always like, okay, I was quite a bright child, so I finished school very early. There was never the choice of, oh, you're gonna I wanted to chill, I wanted to travel. My dad heard that I want to travel and waste time, time that I could I could be reading. Hell no. I had to go go to uni. You, I mean, it's a small example, but this is just it. I didn't want to go to uni. I wanted to spend time doing nothing, you know, but he, would, he wouldn't hear that. So I had to go to school. Now, as an adult, okay, maybe I don't want to attend a church or a mosque. It doesn't interest me. If I were to say that to my parents, they'd be flabbergasted because as far as they're concerned, they want to secure my eternal salvation, you know. So 
I understand right. it. I don't, I don't necessarily think I have to conform. But I don't think that it comes from a place of solely negative feeling. Do you understand? It's like they love you mm-hmm. in their own special way and they want you to be all right. And the way you can be all right is by doing things that, doing things that have always been done in the ways that they've always been done. Do you know? So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give them that kind of leeway and say, I understand. Well, you're right in that aspect, but I think you, yeah, your parents sound like very understanding parents and not the typical Nigerian parents. Um, and that's probably why you feel that way. But you're right with the part about studying and, and um, maybe the church part. But think of a situation where a lot of Nigerian kids live in abusive homes in the sense of that their parents are always fighting, their parents are always arguing and, you know, even being physical in each other. Would that person ever want to get married? Now, this isn't even a thing about sexuality. Mm-hmm. Imagine a girl who has grown up in a house where the father is constantly hitting the mother. Mm-hmm. I don't think that girl will ever want to get married. That's all she's seen marriage as, and she thinks that's what my life is going to be. No way mm-hmm. I'm doing this. And then the Nigerian mother is still pressuring this girl, like, when are you going to get married? Uh, when you get Why won't you learn to cook so that you can cook for your husband and all this stuff? And the whole time, never even stopping to understand do you even want to get married. And then sometimes this girl gets older, she's 25, and she's actually independent and telling her mother, you know, I don't intend to get married. It's not for me. It's not my thing. Not everyone was born to be married. It's not for everyone. I mean, that goes, if, without, that, that goes without saying, <laughs> you know. Right. Mm. If I did get married, I might be depressed. Like, it's better for me to, to not be married than to be married and depressed or married and cheat on my husband or whatever. Yeah. And the, yeah. it's like... Well, I mean, but look, I think, I think our culture is still, without meaning to offend anybody, okay, if your culture is very progressive, good for you. But largely, we come from... Our culture is backwards. We, do, we come from very conservative cultures. Do you understand? And I think it's people like us who are, quote-unquote, internationally exposed, <laughs> who, 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 put, who put some pressure... <laughs> They put some pressure on our peers, and in turn, they put some pressure on their peers to look at the world a little bit differently, to be a bit more open-minded about, about things and people, because that we're all Nigerian doesn't mean that we all want the same things. You know, I think this is where lots of people get it confused. They assume Nigerians have a template of desires that they tick off as they get, you know, to certain land, uh, uh, points in, in, in life. So you're 18, uni tick. You're 21, master's tick. Right. You're 23, if you're a guy, you're getting your good first job, tick. If 23, you're a girl, you've got your good first boyfriend, tick. You know, so it's, it's, it's a little right. bit, it's a little bit, no, it's very ridiculous. And I think the more people speak up and say, look, you know, it's fine if that's what you want, but that's not what I want. The more people do that, the better it is for all of us, you know. And my parents are quite young. I'm the, I'm the, first, I'm the first child, my parents. So, I mean, they're relatively young, right? And um, they've got what? They've got five children under 30. So it's like, okay, uh, how, how do we, how do we uh, navigate this new world kind of thing? And, and they have expectations that we, that we won't ever meet. You know, I feel sorry for them in a way because the things that they want for us aren't terrible things. They just don't necessarily fit the kind of people yeah, that we are. They are things that were legit. Um, 20, 30 years ago, exactly. but life is changing. Exactly, exactly. So in that way, 
they will just have to listen me it's not even a matter of sexuality it's a, matter, it's a lifestyle choice i like my space i like my time i like everything the way i like it so i can't really imagine sharing that with somebody else do you get exactly. so it's that's that's what it boils down to for me and i think you're you're a bit lucky in the sense that you're the last child so you've got older siblings i'm sure some are married so your, your, your parents can be like, look, if that boy is strange, it's not our fault. At least we've got three or four kids that are married, so <laughs> he's on his own. <laughs> we've tried our best. <laughs> Do you get? So, <laughs> yeah, they, they've got evidence that they did a good job, and you're just a wayward child, you know, because you're the baby. So, right. Yeah, but I'm the first child, so there's a, it's a different kind of pressure with me, you know. So, but hey, that's life. One next question Have you ever had sex with a girl? Yeah. Did you like it? Um, Ooh, that's a no. If you have to think about it, it's a no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm reading the text message, sorry. But still, yes, the answer to that would be, uh, well, it wasn't the girl that I was actually attracted to anyway. But, I mean, my my penis did feel good, and I came. (laughs) But... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Your penis as in a separate entity from you. Not you, your penis. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that, my penis is a different guy. Okay, cool. I can't remember what I used to call him, but, you know. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. It's good, though. But the actual sex was like, it was almost like I was just doing it to bust and go. Oh, wow. Hmm. So, this sexual attraction you have for women, are you sure? Am I sure? Mm-hmm. Or is it just that? Or is it just something to do with the person you were doing it with at that time? It's complex, which is why I, I think I said this earlier that, um, it's complex. It's more skewed to guys. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, I've been periods when I was with a girl who I was ridiculously attracted to, and mm-hmm. there are other times when it's just nothing. So wait, your penis felt good during those times, yes? No, I didn't say I had sex with these girls. I'm talking of periods when I was just with them, like making out or something, and and I was very into it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have sex. I don't have sex. What do you think? Do you think I'm swallow something well look wait listen okay check this out you're single you're good looking you've got a very nice body you know i mean like i said people be having crushes on your left right and center so if you were to say yes you know you get it thrown your way a lot i would not be surprised you know that's Uh, you don't really yeah um um, no i actually don't even enjoy sex to be honest not with guys either so oh, wow. that's why that arm was long. I enjoy foreplay, um, but the actual penetration is like every time I do this, it's like I'm trying to see if there's something I was missing last time. This is like, the most like, X-rated oh. podcast I've ever done, but I love it. Hold on, penetration as in giving or receiving or both. Oh, now you're asking me if I'm top or bottom. No, 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 because I think people don't have to be one or the other. So <laughs> you can give and receive. Shit. Stop. <laughs> you're top. Yes. Okay, well. But, um... Mm. Yeah, so even with guys, the penetration doesn't feel good? It's like, it's more emotional. It's like, okay, the times I've done it with someone I really, really liked, I guess I got more pleasure from seeing them squirming than being like, oh, yes, yes, daddy, <laughs> yes. Oh, that's like, oh, yes, you're working my wall. Shut all that stuff. up. <laughs> But in terms of in terms of the pleasure on me mm-hmm. alone, mm-hmm. it was it was barely nothing. It was it was it was overrated, which makes me wonder why people hook up and have sex that much. 
I mean, I understand foreplay. I enjoy foreplay, but the actual penetration. So you just don't like penetration, be it man or woman. Yeah, not that I don't like it. I think it's overrated. Oh, you think it's interesting? I think I've heard this a lot from girls and guys, but straight guys, which is weird. I've heard it more from women, though. I must say. Um, I mean, I've tweeted it before, and a lot of people actually agreed with me, and I was surprised. Yeah. Because usually people will tell me you just haven't had the good sex, you haven't had sex in your life. But I agree when, when you do it with someone you're in love with, or it's, it's magical, because at that point, it's more than just the feeling. It's, 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 uh, it's emotions. It's, and nothing, it's nothing like seeing someone you love just being an intense pleasure over I, there. I don't start with this love stuff. I, <laughs> I know nothing about all that. But I mean, yeah. You've never been in love? No, I didn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Wow. How cool. See, listen, I thought I was once, but I realized that I really wasn't. And shout out to my ex. Please don't get upset. It's just what it is. Yeah. I thought I was in love once, but I realized that I really wasn't. And um, I've liked people a lot. Do you get me? But love? No. No. I just it's just never happened. Never. Well, um Yeah. I've had good sex. Do you get me? It's not like oh because and because I've never been alone. No, I've had I've had good sex, like really good sex. <laughs> you know, but it's just, it's just that love can you just hasn't quite popped. So that's just what that is. It's not I don't I don't really care. If it's gonna I happen, mean, it's gonna happen. If you were if you were in love and the dick did I mean if the dick did not make you say you were in love, then you weren't in love. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what penis is supposed to do. It's supposed to tell you you're in love. You're that in penis love. is a is a lie detector test. Mm, is yeah, that so? I'm serious. Mm. Good dick will have you confessing all the people that were there well, before you. No, I'm not confessing, so there you go. No comments, please. No comments. <laughs> Just I don't know who's listening to this. <laughs> so, do your parents listen to this? Hell no. Okay, please let's keep this away from your parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll deny it. I'll deny it. It's not me. It's it's this boy from America. I don't know him. It's, I'll just deny it with a straight face. That's it. You know, and they believe <laughs> me too. So there you go. Um. Oh, this is, I mean, seriously, I'm really thankful that you shared this. I had no, like, idea that this conversation would take this turn. But I think, you know, when it comes to matters of sexuality and accepting yourself, especially, I think um, a lot of, the more we speak about it, we being, like, different Nigerians, it could be heterosexuality, homosexuality, bisexuality, whatever sexuality, you know, the more people express it and speak about it, the more comfortable other people will feel. Because imagine there might be somebody listening to this who feels the same way you do and they've just never heard it spoken of, you know, and you've probably done some people a lot of favor by speaking to them. I'm, I'm very, very thankful to you because I know it's not something that's done too often, you know. Well, I mean, um, this is true. and I'm, I'm honestly not trying to act like I'm anybody's savior or um, what is that damn word for the person who does something first? A pioneer and mm-hmm. anything, but there have there are people there are people on Twitter mm-hmm. who um, I've known mm-hmm. that are into guys and stuff mm-hmm. and have never been out. Mm-hmm. But then, of recent, I will see them, you know, acknowledge or agree with my tweets, like of me saying something like, "Oh, dates with guys is difficult," or like something that only someone, only a guy who dates guys would understand. Mm-hmm. And they will publicly acknowledge or agree with it. Oh, nice. And I'm wondering, oh wow, did I, did I, is this person 
slowly coming out too. Like that, um, encourage spaces come out. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I knew about the person, the person knew about me a long time ago, mm-hmm. but like in terms of on the timeline publicly to everyone agreeing to what I'm saying, I'm like, oh wow, it must, I guess it's nice to see other people that, um, embrace themselves. But at the same time, yeah, actually gay people who have blocked off my timeline because they would have conversations with me and try so hard to push a conversation into a sexual place, mm-hmm. screenshot that shit, take it to your friends mm-hmm. and say, oh, look at this, I'm straight. She not came to hit on me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of people that I've had to block and, you know, because, I mean, come on, seriously. Yes. Yeah, so like you're like you're as gay as Christmas, and you're being so homophobic. That that actually ticks me off. You know, I think people shouldn't be forced to come out, or they shouldn't be outed. But I also do think that when a gay person is being nominally homophobic, whatever they get from that, then that's fine. That's that's the way that I see it because I think Twitter, in some ways, is a lot of people's safe place. It's it's weird, but it is. You know. Your parents don't know about it. A lot of your friends might not know that you're on Twitter, and you can sort of be yourself or be somebody else. But the point is, right. you can you can you can be free. There's a modicum of freedom on Twitter that you shouldn't deprive somebody of because you have some psychological issues with your sexuality. Do you get exactly. that? So I I really do frown on that, and it's 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 not it's just not a cool thing to do at all. Um, yeah. So, ladies, if you're all crushing on um Chinon, so please, eh? if he's not attracted to you, don't waste your time. I've got first. I'm gonna put up. Are you describing me all my potential? Because I didn't even tell you my type. It, well, it, I think you like white boys. Um, yeah. I'm not attracted to white men. At oh, all. imagine that! What a, what a surprise! Okay, well then, Nigeria. Yeah. So you want to talk about my weight loss, right? Yes. So on Twitter Did the other day, <laughs> no, I, no, actually, I didn't. I was gonna come to it. On Twitter the other day, um, I was, I was just asking him about his, uh, his uh, physique, and um, he told me he mentioned that he was a fatty bum bum before, and um, he fatty then lost the weight, and you know I, I thought it would be interesting to hear about weight loss from a guy's perspective because we usually talk about it. It's usually girls and their struggles, and like I said, he's in really tip top shape. So um, it would be nice to hear how he did it and what he does to maintain his physique. So tell us about that, you know. So well. Um, I'll start by saying when people are fat, they don't even know it. Mm. Because I was going to this community college for the summer, and I remember telling my one friend there, why is everyone so damn fat? You know I have a bad mouth. Mm-hmm. I was like... Oh, wow. Now, you were fat this, then. This was me at like 5'5 five, five or 5'6, five, whatever height I was then, weighing 215 pounds. In kilos? What's that? I can't go to this story. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't know pounds like that. Wait, all right, let me go on Google and see. Um, two hundred and fifteen pounds, two kilos, definitely over a hundred. It's oh, it's ninety-seven kilograms. Well, that's not that bad for a five-five guy. Man, what kind of people are you around? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, it's like it's overweight for sure. Okay, and right now I am one hundred and fifty-nine pounds, so and that is seventy-two. So no, you I'm lost how many? Kilograms. You lost how many kilos? So I'm seventy-two kilograms, and I'm also much taller. So I'm five ten now. Okay. All right. So carry on with your story. So I didn't know I was fat or anything. Um, all I knew was that for some reason the washer was shrinking my jeans, and I had to. Oh my god! Jeans. That's what I thought when I gained weight too. <laughs> <laughs> 
boy Moyo amazed the mouth. Mm-hmm. Told me this first thing. He said, Chini, if you ever find yourself losing weight anytime in life, you'll be a very fresh guy. Mm. And I was like, thank you. But I wasn't trying to lose that weight though, because <laughs> under my bed there was like this whole big bag of um what is it? Is it celebrations or what? Where you have the tiny Snickers bars, tiny Mars Yeah, bars, yeah, and I know those ones, yeah. All that. Mm-hmm. And then there was like I always I was always stocked up with like different kinds of Doritos and Lays. These are the things that I use to keep myself up at night, you know, when I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if I should talk about how I even gained the weight. Because I wasn't always fat. Mm-hmm. I got to USA, I saw all this food, and I'm like, oh my god, food, food, food. Mm-hmm. And uh um, my parents got me like the unlimited meals family um, meal plan in school. So, mm-hmm. and I'll go to the cafeteria. Then we had trays in the cafeteria. They took that off because of obesity. But on my tray, I'll get, I'll always get a slice of pizza on one plate. I'll always get like the pasta that they did with meatballs. Then I'll get a stir fry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe a sandwich, depending on how I'm feeling, but I'll always get a burger as well. Wow. So, Every day? No, but this was just for lunch though, because I'll do the same thing for dinner. Oh, wow. So, mm-hmm. I did not realize how bad this shit was. So that's how I got really fat. I I gained like 50 pounds or more at that time. And so that summer, I was living in my uncle's house for the summer break. And then one day he just decided, I think they did an intervention because that morning he had told me that it would be cool if I could lose like five pounds. Mm-hmm. And he just said it randomly. And then when his wife came back from work, when my aunt came back from work that evening, she said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering like, I've been with you guys for like two months already and school starts in like a month and like two weeks and you're just saying this today. Did you guys plan this? So I started working out really hard. Yeah. I started working out every morning. And mind you, actually, while I was getting fat, I was still working out though. So imagine how fat I would have been if I wasn't. Okay. I At the time, I would just like walk on the elliptical. But when I said to lose weight, I would... um. So what I was doing was... Uh, was so I hang doing? on, at what point did you decide, okay, that's enough, I must lose this weight? On the day my uncle and aunt told me to lose five pounds. So you just decided on that day that, okay, that's it, enough is enough. You need to realize that I, I did not know that I was fat. Yes. Oh, wow. On that day, as they told me, I realized, wait, I am fat. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I'm going to, I'm going to lose this weight. So, um, so that day I went to the gym. And I started doing the same thing that I was doing throughout that period. I would um, I would go on the treadmill, and I wasn't running. I, I did not work out half as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. I would just um, do a power walk. That's put the treadmill on four miles mm-hmm. per hour mm-hmm. and incline it to like six. No, probably like five, four point five miles per hour. Then incline it to like six, mm-hmm. and then do a power walk for like six minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be out of breath. <laughs> Imagine. And then um, I'll go lift some, bi- do some bicep curls. It was mm-hmm. some basic 20 on the left, 20 on the right. Mm-hmm. And then and then I'll do some sit-ups. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do another six minutes on the treadmill. That is really odd. In hindsight, I wasn't doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I wasn't even running, it was just like a, a power walk on a mm-hmm. six-inch Um But the major thing is the way I cut down my food. Now... I don't know if you want to hear this, but this wasn't actually healthy. I wasn't bulimic or anything. I wasn't puking, but I wasn't eating nearly as much as I should have. I would, because I was done with summer school at the time, I would sleep in and wake up 
at like 1 p.m. And then, because the best thing is to work out on an empty stomach mm-hmm. because your body just burns fat instead of food. So um, I'll wake up and the first thing I'll do is go work out and then shower. By the time I'm done with all that, it's probably three o'clock. I'll go to the kitchen and put myself uh, like one spoon of rice, you know, like the kitchen, the big kitchen serving spoon. Mm-hmm. I'll put one spoon of rice and uh, one chicken, in Nigerian style, chicken in, in the stew mm-hmm. and a banana. The banana was what would fill it up. Mm-hmm. And then I would always get a big, a big jar of water with ice in it. Mm-hmm. So after eating this and drinking the water, um, that would the water will fill me up and then I'll just start playing with the ice. So that's what I so um so yeah. So were you were you seeing was, changes when you started doing this? You were seeing changes immediately. I, I was seeing changes from the first day. Mm-hmm. And this is why I always tell anyone who wants to lose weight that you have to get yourself a scale. You have to weigh yourself every day because if you're doing all this work and you're not weighing yourself, you will just be deceiving yourself. Sometimes you might not be losing weight. You'll just be having people tell you. Because Nigerians will always tell you, oh, you've lost weight, just to be nice. Um, but you haven't. But you have to weigh yourself every day to track. And I was weighing myself every day and seeing how I was losing water weight every day, but mm-hmm. eventually became real weight. Um, after about two weeks, I was like, oh, wow, I've lost, you know, a whole five pounds, and then I just kept going until I lost. Uh, I lost about like thir- I lost like thirty pounds before I went back to school, and everyone was really surprised. I lost like for the twenty while I was in school. Wow! Um, and how long did this take? It probably took like it took that one month and two weeks to lose the thirty-ish pounds before I got to school, and then. Throughout that semester in school, I lost um, the remaining twenty pounds. So it took you six weeks to lose over thirty pounds, which is like two, two. It's like just under three stones for guys listening in the UK. Um, that's and that's like, This is you eating very reduced portions and going to the gym as well. Yes. Okay. Cool. It um, was key. It was it's especially very reduced portions. Um, yeah, for breakfast, I would have... Yeah, I, I actually was having breakfast, I remember. For breakfast, I would just have, like, two slices of whole grain bread. Mm-hmm. And I really like whole grain bread when it's microwaved. Yeah. It's, like, I would just <laughs> eat, like, like, no butter or anything. It's just really good. Yeah, ma. <laughs> It's basically, like, the bread they give you in Cheesecake Factory or Grand Lux Cafe, the dark brown they get. I see. Uh, um, but, yeah, uh, I think that messed up my metabolism for a period because... It slowed it down. It slowed it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I lost that weight, I I did keep fluctuating. I kept fluctuating with my weight, and it wasn't um, that it I wasn't as drastic fat, as it was before. So you you didn't get fast. fat. Exactly, but when I lost the weight, I came down to one hundred and seventy pounds. Mm-hmm. But there were times when I would still gain back to like one hundred and eighty, mm-hmm. and it was usually in the summers because in the summers I, I yeah would usually, you have a lot of time yeah. Yeah, I would not work out. I would just keep ordering Chinese and stuff. Uh, oh, sheesh. My, uh, my third year, third year in college, me and my roommates, we would dress up and be like, let's go and work out. And after dressing up, we'd be like, do you want to just order Chinese instead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and this fucker would never say no. I don't like the job. But, um, yeah. Uh, but I think it was when I actually got a job in 2013 as they're working that I then became extremely um, uh, disciplined with my workouts. I now work out 
five times a week. That is every single work morning. Mm-hmm. Wake up. So drive. you have a gym at work? Yes. Oh, that helps. So I, I wake up, drive to work in my work in my workout shorts and everything. Mm-hmm. Work out, shower, then dress up and walk to my desk. How 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 long do you work out for every day? Uh, probably an hour of workout, and then when you add showering and changing and all that, that's like an hour thirty minutes. So if I get to the gym at seven, usually I'm at my desk at eight thirty. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, and now obviously, what about like the emotional changes you saw in yourself? Did you love yourself better? Did you start? Did you start feeling yourself more? You know, what did losing weight do for you? I only started feeling myself um, maybe around 2013, and I lost the weight in 2009. 2009 was the summer when my uncle talked to me and mm-hmm. lost weight and all that. I guess I should start with the fact that after I lost weight, I wasn't this sexy beast that I am right now. <laughs> I'm only going to allow that because I've seen photos and yes, you are hot. Okay, carry on. <laughs> no, when I lost the weight, I was I, I, I went from, um, from being very skinny mm-hmm. to being normal, mm-hmm. but it, it's not like I had a six-pack or anything. I was just not fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then even then, it's, it's weird that even as I am right now, um, I actually don't consider myself, I, I said that as a joke, but I don't consider myself to be, to have a very good body or to be tight. Or yesterday, my friend was telling me that um, I'm getting too skinny and someone else had said that to me the week before. Mm-hmm. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I don't see it. Is it because um, you have quite pronounced, like, your face is quite cut? Is that why? Why they say it? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think they were talking about my body. They were looking at my body from Instagram or something. Oh, okay. I must um, check out your Instagram. Dr. Egon Fly. Okay. <laughs> Dr. underscore Egon underscore Fly. But, um, but, yeah, the point is that emotionally, I don't always notice change. And I think it's because of the whole thing with the scale, probably, I did not notice my weight loss by looking in the mirror, but by what my scale told me. Mm-hmm. So I only believe what the scale says. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, well, I mean, look, the idea is so that uh, you can inspire people who are struggling with weight issues. Um, I gained a few pounds myself, and I've been trying to work it off just because. Um, I don't have self-confidence issues. Like, I never, that's never a problem. I mean, I'm quite shy. People don't know that. But I am quite shy. Um, I, I think, I think though, prior to my weight gain, I was never, like, outgoing. Do you get me? I was never, like, out there. But it's probably made me more of a hermit now. So I might have gone out, like, maybe once in a fortnight, apart from going to work. But now I'm just not even, like, inspired to step out of my house anymore. And I think a lot of it's psychological because I don't, look the way I want to look. So that that obviously has an effect. I mean, I've been going to the gym, been trying to eat better and stuff, and I've been feeling better. So that's that's quite good. Um, that is true. But um, if you want to lose, uh, if you ever need any personal tips, I can give you for losing weight because yes, uh, there are... Be good. Um, I, will share, I will share with the listeners. And, um, okay, you're going to be invited back to the show and then I can give you like an update on how I'm doing and feeling live so other people can also sharing it people who are also trying to lose weight you know so they can share it and um i'll put your your instagram and twitter handle on the right up for the for the blog so people can ask you questions if you don't mind um i'm assuming you're going to get a lot of questions this week so please ready yourself for it if it comes <laughs> you know i'm really hoping that people listen to this and they take away positive things from it and not be typically nigerian fingers crossed yes well i mean uh 
I'm indifferent to either, to be honest. Uh, but they can come with your questions. I'm always here for helpful questions, though. Wonderful. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. I'm, um, I have a lot for these people. <laughs> to round this week's up, I mean, I'm, I'm really, really happy you came, seriously. But to round up the, the um, post of this week, have you been listening to any Nigerian songs? Do you have one in mind? Uh, yes, it's funny you ask that because um, I had made, I'm going through my phone, I'm looking for the name. I had made this um, thread on my Twitter and I said these are the top four songs of the week for me. They were all foreign, um, three of them were foreign. Um, the number one song, I don't know if this counts as a Nigerian song. Mm-hmm. It is a foreign song, but it's a Nigerian. Go on. It's by a Nigerian. The song is called um, Feathers and Wax. And the name of the artist is Victor Taiwo. Feathers so and I Wax went... by Victor Taiwo. How do you spell yeah. Victor? Like the standard way or with a K? V-I-C-K-T-O-R. Okay, that's um, yeah. unusual. Um, Victor Taiwo. Okay, cool. Yeah. We'll upload gonna... a link to that. And is I'm it gonna... good? I'm going I'm to I'm play it. Snippet of it. Just because I think the whole world needs to hear this beauty. Don't worry. We'll upload it. We'll upload a link to it. Worry not. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put a link to that. Don't worry. Um, uh, my song yeah, of the week. Young, that's that's undiscovered. Uh, that's probably struggling with student visa in UK or something. But you know we struggling now. Wicked, wicked boy. Student, student visa Twitter. Such snobs. Don't don't listen to them. Um, my... I'm not a student, but it's funny to me wherever I see it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, if you're in the US and the UK, you're shooting a visa. It doesn't matter what your actual circumstances are. You know? Because my story is not biting you. Uh-huh. And you have light, and you can eye your clothes, <laughs> and you can eye your clothes to work, so it doesn't matter. Um, my <laughs> my song of the week, and um, it's been it's been a, a a crazy week in terms of music for me, but um, I'm going to recommend one by. Uh, uh, an up and coming rap duo, and they're they're all right, you know. And these guys, you know, they're they're, they're not they're not your average Nigerian rapper group. And Chinonso, this is probably not for you, but you know, so guys out there that like rap, I'm going to recommend BBQ and Shayo by uh, The Lost and Found, composed of uh, I think Payback and uh, Boogie. So check that out. Let me know what you guys think, and buy the album as well. Face Off by The Lost and Found. It's on iTunes, it's on SpinLads, it's on MTN. So support Nigerian music and give me some feedback on what you think of it. Um, it's All at this right. point that we round up the podcast. This has been my favorite thus far. <laughs> Thank you very much for sharing, Chinonso. I know that, you know, it's, it's, even though you don't mind, in a way I'm quite concerned because I know how people can be. So I'm hoping this is all positive and stuff, you know. So thank you very much. No problem. And I look forward to having and you back on the show. And look forward to the next one. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Have a, enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.